everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of GameWare Express. My name is Adam Aaron, and it is Tuesday, August the 22nd, 2023. You are listening to episode number 260. We apologize, we missed you last week. We had a little bit of uh, extenuating circumstances. The space where we record this every week, lost air conditioning. Which is a thing that's been happening here a, a in lot louisiana, um, a lot we, uh, yeah we we're, we're based out of baton rouge louisiana and every day for the past i don't know like three weeks it's been well over 100 degrees yeah it's only mm-hmm. been three weeks probably about a month now. probably about a month heat heat indices in the 115 120 yeah tomorrow's so deadly it was unbearable we went to the candy store in the mall this weekend, and we went on Saturday, and they were closed. And it was before the mall closes, and we were very confused. So we actually went back the next day, and they had three or four giant like AC machines in there. All of the chocolate was gone. Oh, no. Oh, wow. It was that bad? So I have to imagine, yeah, that they lost power that Saturday, and like all that shit melted. Oh, no. So no. It's, it's, been, it's been struggle bus city out here. All over the nation, I know it's been everyone's, bad heat waves. Everyone's AC struggling to keep up. My uncle's AC went out at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough. But So we apologize for missing last week. We are back up and running, obviously, this week. Neil Bonham. Hello. John Michael Carley. I'm back. Renee Martin. I'm just thinking about all that deceased chocolate. Sad. Do you think they we should like, have a funeral? Maybe they like saved some of it and like remolded it into like something. <laughs> Which one giant oh, ball yeah, like a of big chocolate? Katamari chocolate ball. I'd hope so. <laughs> That'd be great. Steve and Martin is out on assignment this week, so you have just the four of us. He's too deep into Pikmin. <laughs> Man, speaking of, you know, we're now into late August. It's crazy. Ooh. Where do the days go? I've been consuming so much sports media. I'm ready. Recently. Let's go. We've been uh, watching through, I say we, I've been watching through uh, Winning Time is yes. back on HBO, which is the story of the Showtime Lakers in the 80s. I've been watching Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks. also on HBO, which is training camp with the New York Jets. I've been watching Quarterback Another on hit? Netflix, which is, again, more football stuff. So, like, I'm feeling the competitive juices flowing because football is just around the corner. <laughs> football time. Before we get to that, because it has to do with what I've been playing this week. Yeah. My intro question this week, I'm curious. Okay. Because we're going to be talking sports games today. As we do. But I don't want to talk about just sports games on our intro question. So I don't know your favorite alternative sports game or sports adjacent game, if Man. that makes sense. So not NBA, you know, 2K, Can not... I- Madden. Guess what Neil's answer is going to be. It's just what's your favorite sports adjacent <laughs> game? Neil, do you have an answer? Because you have this like um, shit eating grin on your it's face. It's gonna be Fusion Frenzy on the original <laughs> Xbox. Well, no. <laughs> That's gonna oh. be my guess. Bill no. Gates' favorite game. Yeah. But actually, yes, I do. Well, kind of two. Okay. Really. Yeah. Um because it's kind of up and down, right? So on one hand, I really love the NBA Street series. It's very good. good. Yes. Okay. Um, Fair. And I know a lot of people didn't like Home Court, but I really loved Home Court. The, mm-hmm. Probably not as good as two or three, though. Nothing is as good as But if I had to two. say, like, just pure joy sports game that was just out there that I love is Super Mario Strikers. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. because of, like, how violent they made <laughs> Mario. Yeah. And and the characters. And I mean, it is you, a violent game. The box art is fun. very aggressive. Yes, <laughs> for a Mario game at that. 
Yeah. But, uh, you know, it just kind of like how Rocket League would take, you know, a boring game like soccer and make it fun. Yeah, That's what Nintendo did back in the day. They also took a boring game and made it fun. Yes. So, yeah, that would be my answer. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good answer. I like that answer. Um, I mean... I have an on-again, off-again relationship with Rocket League for the past eight years, mm-hmm. and it just kind of turned back on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Rocket League is a very good like sports alternative game, and it's probably one of my favorite. Uh, either that, I mean, does Blitz count? Like, Blitz is an easy answer. Yes. That, like, uh, yeah, Blitz yeah. will always, like, I mean, that's... Yeah. That is definitely alternative sports. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I, was, I was thinking, honestly, today, earlier today, mm-hmm. like, outside of us, everyone, like, starting to have this conversation... Why do we not have more like fun football games? It's something I'm sure we'll get into when we talk about what we've been playing, but like that the fun and the silliness of like a football is like rife for more blink type I games. I think because but... the NFL stands for no fun league. Well, that's certainly and it. they don't want it to happen and you don't want and no one wants to buy a football game that's not the, have does not have the NFL I license. I just feel like no one's really trying to make that happen either. I guess but. because if unless you have that shield, no one really cares. Because we've yes. kind of seen that displayed over and over again, right? Like people I, try to yeah, come out with, but they try and do it bad. They, they're doing <laughs> it bad. They do that with those like that backbreakers game or something. There was like backbreakers. There was like retro bowl. There was well, retro, Blitz the league. There retro was. bowl. Is there was great. like some kind of cutesy wootsy one on PS2 as well. If you remember it, it was like for kids. Ooh, backyard Back- sports. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like even that was probably better than like some of these. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want something. I want a uh, like. It doesn't have to be named Blitz, but that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Is this more arcadey football? Like, yeah. I want do you want it to just be faster and more arcadey, or do you miss like the late hits and the gratuitous violence? Even and yeah, I don't need that. I want the the outlandishness. Like of, they should like... bring an NFL Street back. Like they yeah, should bring yeah, yeah, all. Yeah, absolutely. Where's yeah. EA Big? What are they up to? They yeah, probably yeah, closed yeah. down two decades ago. But I don't. I don't care about like some like you know blitz line man to man coverage if I'm not going to be able to like instantly get to the quarterback in like right. half a second to try and take him out. Or if I'm not jumping eight feet in the air to get an interception <laughs> or a catch or something, like I want dumb things like that uh, that you don't oh, see fair. anymore. But blitz is my answer, by the way. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, do you play a lot of sports games or uh, not all sports games? So, it's you know, <laughs> no one can see my face right now, but I'm grimacing. Renee yeah. loves sports. Yeah. Every <laughs> morning she wakes up and turns on sports. <laughs> yep. Uh, so can I pick a game that's like a game within a game? Yes. Because I got to give it up to Blitzball. Yeah. Always. Okay. Yes. That, that's a sport. Or um, sport. I mean, yeah. considering my first playthrough of FF10 took me 98 hours, and I'm pretty sure about 60 of that was Blitzball. Oh, I would say it's fair enough it could be its own game. I'm the Blitzball Blitz hater here. I don't care for Blitzball. Oh, oh, man. Not even the, the music. That, mean, that means you okay, didn't. Okay, I can get down to any of the music. Yeah, yeah, that means yeah. he didn't get it. <laughs> oh, I get it. I, we, I think there are, Go back think, and listen to about think, 100 think, episodes ago, and I think we have a very extended conversation. We do, about because. I think we do. I started. I, Years ago, I restarted FF10 Remaster, and I yeah. quit. I got hung up just playing too much Blitzball, and I just stopped playing. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's around the time we had this conversation. I think so. so, yeah. So, no, Blitzball is great. I loved playing it way back when, and I loved playing it again a few years ago. And, man, now mm. I just want to go back and replay or start back up Final Fantasy X. I really like the aspect, too, of, like, recruiting new characters yes. and, like, trying to, like, min-max your team a little bit. Because you could just be out and about, and you find a Blitzball character who, like, yeah. would be a great addition See, to your team. Yeah, like or you could just fucking snipe them from the... Recruiting people mm-hmm. rather than actually playing the <laughs> game. Like... <laughs> No, that's fair. No, those are all those are all great answers. Those Blitz are all great games. Manager uh, two thousand three. 
I yeah. really, oh, I yeah. wish that they would make yeah. it a mobile game. Like, I, know, I like, feel like they're really missing out on not making that, that a mobile like game. A better I'm, I'm kind of surprised Square Enix hasn't made a lot of their mini games into <laughs> mobile games. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Triple Triad, uh, yeah. Chocobo, Chocobo Hot Racing. and Cold, yep. Chocobo Racing. Yeah, from mm-hmm. FF7 specifically. Yeah, that mean, one's so there's good. There's so many they could do. Yeah. They don't. Pretty much every mini game that's already been <laughs> a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> Steven is actually, well, we were playing through Final Fantasy X. This was a few months ago. And we're in the very, very beginning of the first Blitzball game that you get to play manually. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, you can win this, it's like, a, if you try. way to do it. And yeah, so like. he has tried, like, five times. He's like, I can't do it. <laughs> but it's doable. All you have to do is jet just shot. get the jack shot and then just win the uh-huh. game. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly. It. <laughs> well, you have to spend the first half of the game just swimming around and passing and just avoiding the Aurochs. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. So mm-hmm, that yeah. you level up yes, in to get enough half to get that. time, yes. and get, then yeah. after half time, jack shot, and then defense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, man, yeah, blitzball. So good, right? <laughs> yeah, national like blitzball league on TV or something. I know. Let me call up ESPN. <laughs> they got to put something on the Ocho. The Ocho is back. Slam ball is back. I've been watching slam ball on ESPN. What is slam ball? Uh, uh, basketball with trampolines. with trampolines. Oh my gosh, I'm in. Yes. I want to play this. <laughs> yeah. it I was really awesome. trampolines. It was originally it was around like 03. And then just like the XFL, they decided to bring it back. Let's go. And it's, uh, you know, it's they do have an interesting format where they have four teams play each night. Mm-hmm. And the two teams play. And then the winners play a third game. So some play, some teams have more games played in the oh. season because you get like a bonus game if you win like the mini tournament each night. Weird. Okay. So it was like an interesting format. And yeah, it's four on four. So three dudes go run down the court with the basketball, and they have like a stopper, and they just jump and then try to dunk on each other. And dunks are worth three points. What is that what? on? Because I remember reading it was coming back. ESPN. Was... It, they show it on like Friday nights on ESPN. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to watch it on ESPN Plus. I do have that. Well, yeah, there you go. I've got, it, I've got it. All of the like all of you can just search Slam Ball on ESPN Plus, and all the vods will come up. Hell yeah! So, well, it was nice seeing y'all. Yeah, but, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I will see y'all later. I was going to watch Slam Ball the other half. We're going to play Blitzball, so <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> um. So yes, thanks for joining me this evening. I'll kick off what I've been playing because newest release dropped last Friday. We missed all of our new releases. Is it somehow relevant to our question, Adam. Madden NFL 24 <laughs> released in its annual fashion. It's been a couple of years since I've really dabbled in a Madden game. Yeah, I think yeah. uh, 21 was the last one I really put significant yeah. time into. Both of y'all into. were playing it, right? We, well, yeah. we were playing 20. Because 20 was uh, great. Okay. 20 was the one that we kind of raved on, yeah. where mm-hmm. we were like, this is basically an RPG game. And then 21 came out and took away a lot of those features, yeah, and it wasn't fun. as fun. And then I kind of haven't played in a bit. So it's been two, three years. That football itch is coming. So I've been watching all this sports media. And we, it was this weekend, and John Michael and I were talking about yeah. Madden. And he was like, yeah, I was like, Madden comes out soon, right? And you're like, I think it's already out. <laughs> yeah, and he was right. It was already out. Yeah, so we surprise. missed an episode. Don't know what the new releases are. <laughs> Uh, so I went and picked that up, and I've been playing it a lot this weekend, and it's not because it's doing anything spectacular. I would never expect it to. It's, <laughs> it's, I would never ask it to do that. Honestly, it's not really doing anything new or great. I think it's just for me, it's been three years, so sure. it's just scratching that itch of being to play another football game. The big feature or gimmick or like the one thing they put yeah, polish on this like, year to is, market is, is, you know, when you were talking about... In, uh, PGA Tour, 2K23, mm-hmm. not too long ago, and they have three different swing styles you can use, and you can try each one to pick it. Sure. So this one's focusing on different passing styles, 
where you normally when you pass if you hold the button down it's a bullet pass if you you tap the button it's a lob and you know that blew my mind on the ps2 20 years ago so now you can hold the pass button down and a little meter pops up and the thing goes and you let go of the button in the middle and then you throw an accurate pass and that was really terrible, and I immediately turned it off. Okay, well mm. then, let's really quick <laughs> sidestep into what I've been playing. <laughs> uh, I played, I picked up a little game called Legend Bowl. We can go back to what, yeah, yeah, Madden. But I just want to segue into this because I don't have much to say about it, other than I've also been playing this game called Legend Bowl. It's a small little indie game, uh, like Nintendo style graphics, football. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a football game, mm-hmm. um, but it's not licensed or anything. It has like uh, all the cities, but like different mascots. It's like the New Orleans crawfish is literally <laughs> one of them in this game. Cute. Uh, yeah, it's cute. Uh, but again, I was like playing this. And I'm like, I started it up. It's the, the writing is very funny. The graphics look great. And then I go to play and then I'm trying to make this pass. And then the meter shows up that you yeah. have just talked about. Oh, no. <laughs> and that is a terrible feature. For a quarterback mm-hmm. in a football game, because it's there for like a split second, and the meter basically means nothing at that like short of an increment of time that it shows up. And they do it for kicks too. It's like yeah. like it's like half a second, and it's like yeah, this is just untenable. Like everything is far more difficult than it needs to be. It kept throwing me off because in Madden, you know, everything would slow down in the one second for the meter to do its thing. Yeah, I hated that oh, okay. so much. Well, this doesn't even slow down. For oh me. wow, okay. Because, yeah, because, you know, the guy would be making, like, I don't know, like a fucking slant route. And right yeah. when he's about to, like, plant and turn, the meter comes up and it, like, slows down. You have to hit it. Oh, uh, that sounds aggravating. And it was like, even if I missed, like, I still made my passes. So right. I didn't really feel penalized. It was just really kind of a nuisance. Okay. And I've been playing Madden the same way for, like, 25 fucking years. As one does. So all every time they do a passing gimmick, I remember, like, in 08 or 09, it was the Vision Cone. Remember the vision cone where you control your character with the left stick and with the right stick, there's a cone that stuck out that you had to use to like turn on the field. Yeah, see where you're throwing. That was stupid too. Very stupid. I just want to press the button and throw Throw it. And if I want to throw it hard, I hold it down. Yeah. (laughs) And if I want to lob it, I press it. Just like real life. Just like real life. (laughs) So I've been, my favorite mode in Madden that we've been playing is like, the superstar or road to glory or yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck it's Career called that mode. year. Career, like, yeah. Campaign mode where you create your player and then you go through all the rigors of being an all NFL the very good writing. That is always so good. And this one, again, it's not as robust as it was in 20, but I, I feel like, like there's more there than in like 21 or 22. Yeah. But it's still like not enough to be good. It's sure. enough to get by, but I, keep playing it so i, I can't, I can't. That. it's every every week you play a fo- it's almost like per, like a persona schedule ah every I week see. you play a football game against yeah. whomever and then you advance the week and then every day you can do a thing Uh-oh. you can choose to uh call out the other team on social media or post a dance on tiktok to increase your brand Whoa! influence you steal post- their heart you can yeah. steal <laughs> Can you, you can steal their heart to make their defense go down. <laughs> Romance the linebacker on your team. <laughs> they don't have as much of the like, oh, this guy texted me and I have to choose what to text that back and all that shit. Stuff. They it really so streamline a lot of that where it's just like, okay, do you want to go to like the spa to get plus two stamina or do you want to go to like 
the workout room and get plus two strength. And you just pick one and then you get oh, that okay. for the week. So, I mean, it's like they have, they check all the check marks for you to get all those things. It's just like less bullshit around, around it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I kind of appreciate that at this point. Yeah, but it's like it. also just. Because after a while, I get t- I got tired of all that shit. I'm like, just give me the fucking yeah, I whatever. Yeah, stat boost. The only thing that's annoying is you can do like passing drills as one of your daily activities. Uh-huh. And there's three. But the problem is uh, every stat buff you get is the same every week. So if I do the skeleton passing drill, it's always mid-range accuracy. Or if I do the target one, it's like arm strength. So it's like I'm doing the same one every week because I just want that mid-range accuracy because yeah, so that's where my play style. Yeah. So I don't even do the other ones. Eventually, you think you'd get good at it. Right? I know, right? I only got gold <laughs> once. It's very difficult. Uh, but it still has all those things where you level up your your character. You apply stat po- skill yeah, points yeah, when yeah, you get yeah. them. You unlock abilities. Like All of that like RPG element of creating that's, your character and leveling mm-hmm. them up is all there. You know, the, want, the more man. you lean into a certain ability, it's like you have to. It's kind of like Diablo, where like to get my silver medium pass ability, not only do I have to have my medium pass accuracy stat enough high enough, yeah, I have to perform that many passes in, in the game. game for it to unlock. That's cool. So again, it has that kind of same core there, but a lot of the fluff and bullshit is gone. All right. So whether you're into that or not into that might affect that. Sure. I just want to get more into the football because I like that style or that gameplay because it's always where. I chose a quarterback. So, like, once I throw the ball, my yeah, job's yeah. done. Like, you only play as you as the quarterback in this mode. So, it, like, you go through the weeks and the seasons very quickly. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like, I'm already more than halfway through my first season, and I've only been playing it since, like, yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Streamlined. I, yeah, and I played, you know, a regular game, and it's it's Madden. Okay. So, I mean, if you like Madden, it's another one of those. If you buy them every year, you probably don't need to get this one. Yeah. But it's been three years for me, so sure. back on board. Might wait for a sale. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll I'm see. sure it'll be there soon. Oh, you don't yeah. need to pay seventy dollars for Madden like no, I, I did. Don't. You're right. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's fun. I'm gonna probably gonna play more when we're done here, just Sounds because good. I'm like burning the season. I got that that football itch, itch because it's that scratching it. It's that time of the year. I feel it. Um, what do you, John Michael? Yeah. Legend Bowl? Anything else exciting from no, that? What before we move on from like, football? As we were talking about football games, I just felt it would necessary to intersect that there um might i uh suggest you play john elway's quarterback yeah on sure. regular nintendo yeah absolutely uh because it doesn't do a meter instead you hold the button down and an arrow pops up <laughs> even better and you guide the arrow across the screen to where you want to throw if you happen to oh no it's like just like a cursor that oh. like moves oh my god like oh my it's god like i thought you were like pivoting an arrow forward or left nope, or right no, and... not an angle just literally <laughs> moving an arrow oh um, and if your guys are good enough, if you kind of miscalculate, you know, they'll speed up a little bit and catch the oh, ball. Oh, good. It's a great football game. Highly <laughs> recommend Sounds great. <laughs> I, I still play Retro Bowl on my phone, so it's the Man, best football I remember game when you had everyone hooked I, on uh, I was Bowl. proselytizing the good word of Retro Bowl. <laughs> it's a fun game. I recommend everyone pick it up. Um, moving on from football, unless, Neil or Renee, you have anything football Yeah, Renee, what's add? your favorite moment in Madden history? <laughs> Oh, man, there was that one time when the throwy guy threw it to some dude and they ran with it. And, oh, yeah. But then a dude tackled them. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, she means Michael yeah. Vick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yikes. My real question is, you know, what are they going to do for next year? They've already had Madden 25. That is, I've literally oh, been well, waiting for this moment show. for 11 years. <laughs> because, yes, in 2014, for the 25th anniversary of Madden, they released Madden NFL and 25. And 10 years ago, did they not have this conversation? Like, so do they pull a Nintendo and do a 35th? 
No, just, it's just going to be called Madden. Madden that's a Madden. That yep. No, it's not going to have anything. It's just going to be called Madden. Dad Madden. Uh, it's going to be called it. Madden DAT Edition. So. <laughs> uh, John Michael, how's Baldur's Gate 3 treating you? Oh, it's so good. It's still so good. Yeah. I can't not continue to just play that game. Even yeah. for like... Even just like an hour a night or something, I just mm-hmm. like want to get my my fix in. Like it's mostly all I've been playing. I I've I've seen more praises coming out, more ten out of ten. Yeah. It's like the highest rated game of this year or all time or something. Yeah, like, a lot of I think it's like whatever user reviews, highest yeah. user reviews or mm-hmm. something. So is I mean, is it worth the hype? Like, is it? You know, I I. I don't want to be like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is for me. Mm-hmm. I did this thing that I've been trying to do more now that I'm like a, you know, functional adult where I don't let all the hype get to me. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I just say, oh, people are excited about this. Mm-hmm. I can gauge my own level of hype for a game because I'm perfectly capable of doing that. <laughs> so, like, okay, that seems interesting and something I want to check out when it gets here. It got here. Early stuff was good. And I was like, I'll check it out. And for me, it exceeded what zero expectations I had because I didn't put any expectations on the That's game. That's fair. Again, because I'm a smart adult and now I don't <laughs> have to have a toxic you know, personality about a game not meeting expectations that I set for it. Yeah, I've uh, found over the years I'm very much like more hype for the games I'm just interested in. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, yeah, and that's it. Like, even in their flaws, they're better games than like... Yeah, exactly. You know, what a review score gives, I guess. Yeah, so to highest rated game because like that's one thing about Baldur's Gate that I'm curious with because I see all this praise right. and it's piqued my interest but also watching gameplay I'm like this does not look like it's for me at all I th- and that's the question right like is this some like I can say yes it's fantastic because it is for me it's something like mm-hmm. you know I think Renee is going to enjoy it because uh, again it's like that classic RPG style that you know kind of grew up playing and enjoying so uh, I just like that's where the love lies for me is that they took things that I've always wanted to see in games like that and mm-hmm. like brought that to life. Interesting. Yeah, I've been trying. I haven't watched or seen anything. I've been trying to avoid everything at this point because I had no interest in this three months ago. Sure. And then like some hype started coming and then it just like became this mountainous, you know, level of excitement. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna check it out. But I'm still trying to avoid like everything because I will try to go as fresh as possible because yeah, I don't like to let yeah. outside things sway me before going in. So, yeah, I love how you said that. Like, you try to not let like the reviews and stuff sway you, or like you know anything outside sway yeah. you. You're just like, I just want you know the experience. It's gonna be mine. I'm like the opposite specifically about this game because I was going <laughs> to sure. wait until September whenever the PlayStation right. version came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like we have that long to wait. No, it's like a week. But I had a friend message me. And she was like, are you playing this game? <laughs> Why are you Who are you romancing? It? And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that's kind of a thing in Baldur's Gate. And I went and looked at all the characters. And I was like, I'm in on this one character. And she was like, let me tell you all about him because that's the one I'm really into, too. And we just started going back and forth. A few hours later, I'm 
messaging Steven frantically, I need a new video card. I have to play Baldur's Gate immediately, immediately. This has to happen. So he ordered me a new video card. And like, I couldn't even tell you what kind of video card it is. Um, but the kind that plays Baldur's Gate. <laughs> exactly, the kind that plays Baldur's Gate. He told someone at the convention that we were at this past weekend what video card it was, and that person like pissed their pants. So I'm really excited to play Baldur's Gate 3 uh, with this beautiful video card. I'm excited for you to start playing. But yeah, I mean, I don't know why I felt that I could wait for this game. <laughs> um, I, I think you're going to enjoy it more on PC anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, you uh, think it'll be, it's like easier to select things. That's what I, you know, again, since the steam deck updated to where it's like now like controller supported. So again, like basically what you would get when a PlayStation controller, you know, mm. a, a lot of your options and things that you can do are now relegated to a giant, wheel that you like cycle through several wheels because you get more and more things that you can do mm, and right. in and outside of battle so the wheels once i saw that turned me off like knowing what i could have so i went back to my original like you know point and click style on the steam deck uh that's like a custom layout but uh i've liked that a lot more um so I will probably still buy it on PlayStation and play it through again but i'm still i have a ways to go i'm only like at the beginning of act two and this whole time that i've been playing i probably have i don't know like 60 hours in it right now something like that yeah and i'm at the beginning of act two apparently act two is the longest act in the game Mm. Uh, dark middle chapter yeah and then there's three total acts i think but um yeah even in the original Baldur's gate like I played through until I got to Baldur's Gate and I was like, okay, but there's like a million other places I haven't explored. (laughs) So I spent like 60 hours just like exploring the map. And then I was like, okay, time to go back to Baldur's Gate. And then I think like Monster Rancher on Switch came out or something. And I was just like, but new, you know, shiny new thing. So yeah, I cannot wait to actually get this game and play it. I haven't even gotten to Baldur's Gate yet. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wait till you get there and turn around. Apparently. Well, that's what I, I think that's my biggest thing is that, you know, my brother's also playing and he's like, I'm, I'm at the end of act two now. And I'm like, how are you not scouring every single half inch of this map to see what like <laughs> dumb exactly. little thing you can find? Like I found this ring and I was like, whoa, cool. And I was like, wait, it's not that cool. It's not a good ring, but I had fun finding it. Like <laughs> I had to go through this like intricate puzzle to get there. And it was exciting and fun, and I fought this battle, and it was tough. And then, like, my reward was a ring, and I was like, well, this, I don't need it, but You never whatever. know. I, I mean, was, you could go to, like, a town, and someone might walk up to you immediately and be like, I see this ring that you have. That's mine. That was my wife's. It Give could it back. Be. Very you know? possible in so, this game, honestly. There you go. So, I don't know. Possibilities are endless. So, in, the, in this game, where there's so many branching trees and so many decisions that can change your gameplay, I guess it has, does it? all have to culminate in each act for you to complete act one, or are there different ways to complete act one? And does that change your lead into act two? There are, you know, it's, or kinda... we, or we need to go here and I'm pointing at the table when you start here and there, you know, you can go all around everywhere, but Correct. we're all going to wind up right. That's here. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Right. So like there are major points and pieces that you cannot quite deviate from. Mm-hmm. Like at, you will ultimately end up at the same point place at the beginning of act two okay now where do you get to that place through one route or the other that's different and then there's a shitload of stuff in between that you can do or not do and you know party members you can have or not have things like that when you get to you know point b 
on the mm-hmm. map. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of just up-to-you decisions that, you know, I don't... You know, they said, was it like a 1,500 endings or something like that or some crazy... And I'm not going in with the expectation that I'll have some super unique ending that only <laughs> I've ever seen. Sure. I'm Again, it's like I think we talked about once. I'm sure it's just like kind of like maybe this person's there and this person isn't kind of it's Mm -hmm. yeah i don't expect something amazing but i again i'm enjoying the journey along the way so that's fair okay yes i am one of those who will be waiting until the ps5 version comes out but that's going to be in less than two weeks yes coming up because it comes out on six on the september 6th yep or on the second if you give them 80 dollars instead of 70 dollars what do you what extra thing do you get on top of early release I don't know, probably like a skin or a soundtrack or something. Okay. I honestly didn't even look. I just saw it said September 2nd and I bought it. Okay. Because they knew what they're doing, right? Because that's Labor Day weekend. So most of us have like off work on that Monday, Absolutely. the 4th. So why would I wait until after then to play this game? Dumb. Here's don't, 10 more dollars do and I'll get it. <laughs> uh, you know, right in that time on that Saturday beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, that no, weekend it's, will it's... be pretty tied up with football yes and Baldur's gate you know yeah, those two things to. go together well yeah, you know <laughs> yeah i recommend it I'm, I'm excited to see what you think renee yeah nice. oh, i can't wait to just sink my teeth in wednesday whenever steven gets home he's gonna hook up my video card Love and, and okay. just immediately all right start playing well in the meantime before you got your fancy video card what have you been playing <laughs> well speaking kind of, of cards <laughs> <laughs> i know i know two weeks ago you were spending a lot of your time uh, organizing and sorting through all of your amiibo trading cards. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I've been into cards pretty hardcore <laughs> because not only have I been playing Pokemon TCG on my Switch, but I also have been going through the Fontaine update for Genshin. In fact, I'm trying to like speed run as much of Fontaine as I can oh, wow. because I know that Baldur's Gate is just going <laughs> to take like, me away from Genshin. Yeah. Um, and in that respect cards i just got a new character that is like a magician so he like has a little card that he has and all a, a gambit cat in his hat and stuff all he's, a gambit he's real cute he's real cute <laughs> also like gambit. but um but yeah pokemon tcg i've never played this before really that's like wild way back me. like on the way like back game when? boy like okay no and i think just like not allowed to or maybe like, my mom like, like saw it and was like She's going to want more of those stupid Pokemon cards that I have to keep buying her from Mm -hmm. Walgreens and Walmart every time that we go on a Saturday. So I'm not going to buy that game for her. But also, like, I did not that I got games like super often. And my mom also thought that Pokemon was demonic, but that's Mm -hmm. a whole other (laughs) discussion. Well, joke's on her because all the virtual cards and I don't need real cards. Yeah, come on. Exactly. They are demonic. Like, I I actually. I wonder if I had played this game, if I would not have been as into like collecting the cards as I had been whenever I, mean, I was younger. So you because didn't, I you, can just have them in the game. I, I had both. Yeah, <laughs> both, both <laughs> is good. Both I had good. the game and an addiction to getting the cards. So <laughs> wait, so did you play? the card game with your physical cards ever or did you just collect them and trade them i did yeah i wasn't as hardcore as neil over here (laughs) with my pokemon cards um i did go pretty hard for a while yeah yeah you're in the books a million like pokemon league got your badges and your yep that's pretty cool weren't you a gym leader i was yeah see we have a gym leader leader in our wait wait so which gym rock nice you would be i was the brock (laughs) (laughs) 
That's really oh. cool. Okay, yeah. So Pokemon TCG recently came out on Switch as part of the if you have the online service and the free games you get with that. Exactly. Yeah. And if you've never heard of Pokemon TCG on Game Boy, <laughs> it's just like the physical card game that your nieces and nephews and or children probably really, 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 really want you to get uh, packs for. But yeah, it's just uh, it's a Pokemon card game. You put your little Pokemon down on the, you know, you pull your Pokemon from the deck, you have them fight each other. You know, you mm-hmm. win whenever you win, you get a nice little pack of cards. Yep. Yes. Um, and that like gives you a nice little hit of serotonin mm-hmm. in your brain and you feel really good <laughs> whenever you get a card that you want. Mm-hmm. But the really cool thing about playing this on the Switch and the reason why I I'm actually not sure if I would have enjoyed this too much um, if I hadn't, if I had played it whenever I was younger. But on the Switch, you know, they do have the fancy rewind. Yes. Mm. So (laughs) I have found that the rewind doesn't help you in the actual like battle of the game. If the game wants you to lose a game, it, it, it makes you You lose. You will lose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no like going back unless it's like the beginning coin flip, like the very first coin flip. Um, it it will set you up to lose. Yeah, so there, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like I've done like a million different ways to try and like win a game, and sometimes it's just like no, yeah, you cannot. So, um, but one thing that you can rewind is opening up the card packs. Very cool. That yeah, so you can just like if you get a pack and you don't like the cards, you just rewind the game. And reopen the pack. So it's just like going to Walgreens, buying a pack of Pokemon cards, <laughs> opening them up in front of the register, looking through them and being like, I don't want these. Give me another pack. And, and they just take them back time. and they give you a new pack. <laughs> it's very satisfying. I've been able to like make multiple decks because of this, like with whatever the hell I want. Sweet. And yeah, I'm, I haven't even gone to like a lot of the gym leaders, which is what you're supposed to do in the game. You're supposed to fight the different gym leaders or face off against the different Mm -hmm. gym leaders, um, with your decks. But, um, yeah, I've just been, just give me another pack of cards, man. Just need another pack of cards. It's just so I need yeah. them. Yeah. So that's, it's so much fun. That's interesting you say that because my like my biggest memory of this game playing it back when I was nine or whenever was mm-hmm. this game is what taught me how to save scum. Yeah. Because I do remember I didn't know about opening the packs, but I specifically remember being able to save in the middle of a game. Before you do something like flip a coin to paralyze this opponent or yep. flip a coin and if you get hedged, it does 30 damage. Sure. Mm-hmm. You could save before that flip. Yep. And if you land on tails, just reset your Game Boy and Try then it flip it again. again then it hits heads and you kill them to the point where it ruined playing the real game for me <laughs> because I couldn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee I would always hit the right flip on the coin. <laughs> yeah. So I never like <clears throat> save scum or like. Neil was honest like with his Pokemon <laughs> team. But after Baldur's y'all were talking about it, I loaded it up and tried all these things. So it's really interesting what you said about the cards because I never tried mm-hmm. that. But one thing I found in trying to do this is it definitely feels like the opponent's coin flip is predetermined. So yes. no matter how much you re- rewind, it will be heads or tails, whatever the computer decided. But yours are random. Mm-hmm. Like so, when you flip, so if mm. so if you do a coin flip and it doesn't go in your favor, you can rewind that, and that seems to work. But yeah, like whatever the opponent is doing, it's that sad. is That's like set in stone. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I guess I never paid attention to the opponent's flip. It was always my flip. I always scummed at. Yeah. So. <laughs> Trying to set up yourself up for success there. I mean, yeah, it's been a minute since I've played that. Is it? 
like is it fully in color like how how is it looking yeah, on the switch yeah okay. it's all in color it it looks good you mm-hmm. know yeah if you set is... the filter to game boy color it'll basically run like a game boy color where makes sense because i was it playing it on my color, og but like... they kind of gave it that palette swap yeah, 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 it yeah. would get yeah. it yeah. but yeah and then does it have multiplayer support can you like cheat like you know do a quote-unquote link cable if someone else is playing this in the, i actually the don't know i mean like those desks are like in every gym mm-hmm. i've noticed but i i haven't tried to, like, i just wasn't see. sure yeah i, I mean i don't know if you mean opportunity to do that. Yeah. yeah yeah to see if there's like you know spoof a link cable connection mm-hmm. because obviously that was a feature back you know on the original release back when i was playing it but yeah that's so cool like I, when it when that dropped on the 3ds you know, years ago, I remember messing around with it a little bit, and now you have me want to try it again on Switch because it's like you know original 151, right? Like these are the cards that yeah the original set before we had the original actually. set. Actually, I don't think there's yeah. a Mew card. There is yeah. Mew, yeah. There is a Mew card. Mm-hmm. You have to go to Toys R Us, dude, and get like the promo, and they give you the yeah. Like I'll have to go back. <laughs> it has the jungle set in there too. Oh, okay, so it's mm-hmm. like the original set yeah. and the jungle. No fossil. Oh, yes, it There's does have fossil. fossil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the first three sets. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, because the fourth set was base set two. <laughs> <laughs> I think, or it was Rocket before that. I don't Rocket remember. Before that. Okay. Uh, it, does it does have, have Rocket, yeah. online multiplayer. Oh, it does? Yes. Oh, cool. We'll have to, like, hang right. up and play. Like, well, yeah, now I got to play, I guess. I was just <laughs> checking out this save scumming. <laughs> well, you better start doing it and make a good deck. You have to beat Renee. Yeah, that's... Mm. See, I don't know. That takes like the fun out of the game for me. I don't want, I don't I'm want not to a very competitive it. person. The, so. Well, no, the card, like opening different cards, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, as far as winning or losing, I mean, it's like, yeah, they don't steal your cards in the game when you lose, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I was kind of worried about that that's because you know terrifying. I've never played, and my first time I lost, I was like, no, they're gonna attack my Pikachu or something, you know, or my Blastoise, um, because I'm playing a water deck. I also really nice. love how like random the starter decks are in that game. So it's like you pick like Bulbasaur and friends. It's just like yeah, grass, psychic, water, and look, we'll throw in an electric in there. Just you know, you got it. Why we'll not? Friends with an electric. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Back when yeah. Pokemon was in its heyday. Yeah. And uh, I mean, can we talk about how amazing that soundtrack is? Like, I still <laughs> so hear good. that music <laughs> in my <laughs> head. Loaded up. Oh, man. Like, just I've the... been playing it so much that I have been, like, hearing it in my head. Like, I'll close my eyes and go to sleep, and I'm like, I just hear it. Just I'm the like, regular, oh, like, theme, like, <laughs> battle theme is so good. And, like, I love. Like, just when you press start and the menu comes up, it's, like, completely different. Yes. Like, yeah. So good. good stuff. Pretty neat little so feature good. that they did there. Yeah. I also really love that like you can have like a very basic card. I've never realized also how balanced the original cards are because I can like have my little squirtle out and like I don't know, my opponent just has gotten a really good like first pull. Zapdos. And they're yeah, like something insane. I can just be like shit, 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 and just like use bubble or whatever it is to paralyze them and just get so lucky like a few turns in a row. To set myself up, like to actually be competitive against, but I just love that, like you know, uphill battle and like yeah. actually yeah. winning. It feels really, really yeah. good. Like one of my like playing the actual card game and mm-hmm. same in this card game. I remember like one of the biggest things was just having Rapidash because it was like very low yeah. cost <laughs> for an extremely high like HP yep. hit. Mm-hmm. Like one fire and one colorless and you do 60 damage or something like that. It's ridiculous. I actually didn't even know that about that card, but I went up against someone that had a Rapidash in their deck and it like really gave me trouble. I was like, holy shit, this card's so good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I still, it's funny 
every time I come across a Pokemon card of today, put my old yeah. man hat on now, you know, back back in this game when you had your holographic Charizard mm-hmm. and you had to pay four whole fire energy and discard all of them to do 120 damage, and that was like moving the earth. Yep. The nuke. And now, like, I don't know, all Pokemon cards do 120 damage and yeah. you have to yeah. pay a bunch to do like 500 the, or some that shit. Was like the, the power creep is insane. You built up on your bench yeah. to have that last resort move or like just yep. finalize the win. Now you can get like an Eevee that has 140 HP on a card and you're like, well, fire spins oh not going to do anything God. here. It might not be that bad, but it, well, the, the power, the power be, creep is though. insane. Like, I've seen oh, like bad. moves yeah. that do like 300 damage now. It's, it's ridiculous. It's amazing how, you know, games stay balanced with, in the original, like, Oh, man. Call of Duty 4, 12 <laughs> perks, right? 12 yeah. perks, that's all we needed. Got to keep, you know, escalating Adding. it on every single one. Um, so, yay, Pokemon. Uh, oh, yeah, if we can jump back to me for one quick second. I, I, finished, I finished Viewfinder. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, oh. During this week, we were off. Cool. Um, it did kind of slow down and wasn't as strong at the end, Yeah, I feel like. The... Um, I thought I had more. I thought like it ended very abruptly when I was playing it. Pretty short game. And the final sequence wasn't my favorite. It was a timed sequence. It's and I like that game because I like enjoying the environment and you know trying well, to the, like explore and figure leads. it out. Yeah, yeah. And it was all kind of rushed, and I eventually beat it, but it was just like okay, and then it kind of ended. But I, I think I still think I have more positive thoughts, John Michael, than you did playing through yeah, this. Yeah. It's. I the the concept is really cool, yes. And I think that they couldn't figure out enough to do with it. I think you're right. I think some of the later mechanics weren't as fun, but I understand how they need to evolve. Just taking a picture and make it go from two D to three D. The problem is they like they had this gimmick and it starts out great, and then they just didn't do anything good with it because they did a really good job actually like a lot of those puzzles you were doing they were simple at first because they were kind of like organically teaching you how to use the new mechanic before i just feel like by the time they taught you everything and you got to like your final exam and then you moved on the next thing it's like no i want to i want to do more final exams like i I want i want a few more things with all the mechanics and play that you just taught me that just one time no um i think i played it yeah i think it was like six hours to like me taking my leisurely time sure. to go yeah, through it. it so is. it's definitely a cool indie game. It, I'm sure it'll be free or on discount. Yeah. 25 might be a little steep for it. I thought it was still really neat, but if you can yeah. catch it for under 20, I still think it's I worth recommend it on PlayStation Plus. For no, free. that's fair. Hmm. Um, Neil, you also completed a game, it says, I on did. this sheet. Yeah. You finished Metroid Dread. I finally Ooh, beat congratulations. Metroid Dread. Yeah. Good job, because that final boss is no fun for me. <laughs> it actually, so I kind of lucked out, right? Yeah. Um, in that I got through to the third phase of the boss on my first try. So I beat him my second try just due to that oh, wow. luck. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, because um, it is partially luck in this yeah. battle. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, some, some of that. So Metroid Dread was like very up and down for me in like how should 2d metroid evolve versus like how much of it should just like stay metroid Mm -hmm. and honestly by the end of it i i think i think is it mercury storm is that their name mercury stream whoever makes it storm i don't know (laughs) i think they've hit a good balance on figuring out like where metroid needs to go but like kind of toning back like talking about gimmicks and stuff that's like given to you throughout the game like if they could find a way to kind of 
make some of the power-ups they created more concise and using that throughout the game instead of leaving because like one of the well, big things throwing is throwing them in there like, yeah like one of the big things is that they added is the the grapple hook yeah right? of course so there's a bunch of elements with the grapple hook early on where you're swinging from ceiling to ceiling because that's how you get through it then eventually you get space jump where the grapple is like it's nothing <laughs> and there's even segments later that i never found that required the grapple but I already have the space, space jump, jump so, so it's, it's like pointless. the puzzle is just Dude, there yeah, aesthetically. Yeah. So I, I think there's like some stuff they can work on with like streamlining that sure. kind of stuff. But ultimately, um, I, I'd say this moved up from my like first kind of like criticisms of this game. Like okay. it in, it ended on a really good note. Um, the story kind of now is leading to more of like where I wished five would have been years ago. Mm -hmm. So it seems like six may be like what it is, but essentially like one of my thoughts is, uh, you know, the Federation turning on Samus. And so instead of fighting aliens, you end up fighting like humans and stuff. And it definitely seems like it may kind of be leading there. Sorry, spoilers for like a, three-year-old game at this point Uh, (laughs) metroid what's the story really i think i'm the only one who probably cares (laughs) run right uh yeah well sometimes sometimes um Uh, mercury steam mercury steam okay we we were getting dudes yeah mercury dudes would i mean would you want to see another metroid from this team yes okay Yes. Um, I'm, I mean, they made Samus Returns, yeah. which they made a shitty Metroid into a better game. Yeah. So, you know, there can be some ups and downs on if the official re- release was as good as, like, say, like another Metroid 2 remake, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff that kind of followed more of, like, the fusion path rather than Mercury's Its own Steve, thing. Who, mm-hmm. uh, like, did their own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, like, I think as far as hitting that balance of making a great 2D Metroid and then it actually being very story heavy, which the only other one kind of like that was Other M and it was fucking garbage. (laughs) So like, that's kind of what I mean is like, they they really like evolved this into like, you can tell a good Metroid story without it being shit. Yeah, no, that's fair. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like I, you know, I think they've kind of announced they're working on two unannounced games, and I'm I'm hoping one's a Metroid. I'm and, sure it will be. You know, it's the largest selling in the series, so how could it not be? Right. Uh, how do you feel about like Axiom Verge or a lot of these other indie Metroidvania games? Mm-hmm. How would you do? You like those? Do you think they are in that realm? How do you compare them to Dread or I, Dread to them? I haven't played Axiom Verge uh, to speak on it, but other ones like Carry On or Carry mm-hmm. Carry On, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. games like that. I, I mean, they're fantastic. Yeah, uh, you know, I think they just call it Metroidvania because of the back and forth and the backtracking mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, through yeah, the, just, the maps that mm-hmm. you do. But like, ultimately, like I don't know. There's something really unique about Metroid that I, I'm not is. sure I can articulate. Um, it's just that feel that yeah, like. I mean, it's a, there's like Metroid just kind of like started it all. And so it just kind of keeps that feel of being the original, even mm-hmm. like as it's evolving and learning from other games, I guess. No, that's fair. That's but, fair. uh, but you know, you know, I, I thought it was good, you mm-hmm. know, it's uh, fun. It's a fun little play. Yeah. Uh, it was better than one, better than two. I'm not sure I'd rate it higher than like super or fusion. No, it's, yeah, it absolutely has some rough, points. but, uh, yeah. you know, Again, as far as a 2d Metroid, like, they made they made yeah. some very solid games. So. Are you more a fan of the 2D Metroid or 3D 
Prime. <clears throat> they're so different. Yeah, um, almost like they. It, they're, they're they're the same brand, but yeah, not yeah. really Apple, apples and oranges. Okay. I think so, I think both fruit, but I think Prime does an amazing job of building an atmosphere of like not heavy action, but still exploration. Okay, that I'm surprised works mm-hmm. um, because I mean, 2D Metroid is a lot like that. Like uh, Dread, I think Dread was like the RE4. Yeah, yeah, of the yeah, of yeah. the two D Metroids, like just fair. straight up a lot mm-hmm. of action, running yep. into things, constantly fighting things. Whereas you know, I mean, Fusion was like more of a horror game where shit was chasing you. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I, it's good. Two D Metroids yeah. in a very good place. Nice. Yeah. Three D Metroid awesome. is has three amazing it, games as well. <laughs> um, I'm sure four is going to be. I'm sure four if, if it comes out will be great too. So. Yeah, yeah. If it comes out, yeah. Um, I see you also have been playing a sports game. I have. I have. So off the back of, you know, golf yeah, and the amazingness of 2K23, I've finally picked up an older game that I've heard nothing but great things about but haven't ever played in oh, oh, a oh. golf story. Yeah. Oh. Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. And wow. Curious. <laughs> yeah. um, so I am like... Heading to like the third course, I think at this point, which is uh, the birds in the mountains mm-hmm. with the high winds. Uh, I forget the name of it, but you, cre- you just cre- cre- creaky beak peak or something like that. <laughs> you, that okay. could easily be yes. Yeah. Um, so. But holy shit, um, <laughs> I, I did not expect because I was wondering like how do you make golf like an RPG? Mm-hmm. And like, I get it, like because <laughs> uh, like, it is just it, it's not playing golf. I mean, it, golf is like. The subset, I guess, the basis of everything, but you're basically just playing all kinds. It's like WarioWare, but an <laughs> okay, adventure all right, game. That sounds great. To where, like, it's like, yeah, you got to play golf, but now that you rescued all these turtles, like, they're going to help you. Like, you just got to aim for the water, and then the ball will bounce off the shell in some way, and you got to hope to, like, make it close to the hole. Like, <laughs> oh, that sounds great. So, that's so cute. And then, yeah, and there's, like, all these adventure things that's, like, not golfing you know mm-hmm. like like just like i said there's one thing of like where i just had to go and collect turtles and release them back to a pond so i could become friends with the turtles <laughs> and uh i like wish steven was here because he played a lot of this game yeah, and he would like show me like look look at this character but, yeah. isn't it kind of like earthboundy like goofy yeah. characters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. real okay. goofy and did, did, speaking of goofy like he's in it the thing that the (laughs) (laughs) he's a mage he's a a knight whatever um no but i have never seen a game be so expressive with text like it is incredible just the emotion and expression they put through just characters talking in text dialogue like to where like fonts will be like slightly different or like when a character's like going like "Eh," like you see it like kind of like lean and come back i love that uh, like, I think Undertale does that a little bit. Does it? I haven't if played that. I, but... I'm not mistaken. I mean, I played it in like one shot. Like I just sat on the couch and played that game. Yeah. So um, I don't officially remember but, like oh, everything. But Phoenix Wright's kind of similar too. I feel like. Yeah. Like yeah, the blips Fe- yes. are different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you play Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color? I did. Way back when. I did. Very similar vibes with this one in yeah. my opinion. Um, but that was like still like golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was, it there, was, there was, was the like first some, one that like let me let's run around and talk to people yeah. and make friends. But yes, this one is a lot more like That's puzzle cute. heavy and story heavy, right? But it, it it feels like almost like a sequel or a spiritual successor building upon that. Yes. Speaking of like Metroid Dread, yes. Know? And um, man, it 
it's just it's fantastic. Like I'll have to I, check that one out. Golf Story is great. If you haven't played that, haven't played if, it if yet, you're no. looking for things when you're like run out of stuff, definitely play Golf yeah. Story. Yeah. And, and, phone? and also, uh, like, it kind of threw me off in the beginning, you know, because like with it being 16-bit style and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the music starts, and I'm like expecting it to be like chip tune or MIDI, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not. It's like straight up like orchestral. Uh, more like like fusion jazz, oh, like cool. going even on. better. <laughs> and it was like, this is kind of weird, but then I was like, yeah, you know, start banging my head. I was like, okay, I can get yeah. to, this. to where like, oh shit, like this <laughs> this soundtrack's really good. <laughs> wow, this but, came out in 2017. Yeah, I, I remember it being in long. I remember since. it being like an early Switch game because it was like one of those games a lot of people got because they're like, wasn't anything. It's like yeah. why Snake Pass did so well, you know, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm a little late to the game, obviously, but uh, I still haven't played it, so you're earlier yeah. than me. But um, there's a sequel. I think if you're looking, there's a isn't that sports story? Sports story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I heard something like I, I, I don't. From what I remember, I don't think that got like great criticism. It doesn't look like it got no. great reviews. Yeah. Um, that's and sad. I'm sure it has an issue because that one's like all sports, right? So mm-hmm. this one's like golf, and there's like the golf mechanic where it's three buttons to hit right. a thing, and it stays. And it's more focused. The same thing, and but, like I said, it's yeah. If you played that Game Boy Color, Mar- like it's a there's a lot of similarities it's a lo- yeah. there. And it's a lot like that. Sports Story, I think they tried too to much because this much. like this threw in some other aspects, like in the first. Uh, club you're at um, there's like some disc golfers that are taking over mm. so like you have to play disc golf and like those oh. mechanics are different but and not as it's literally like one little blip of a mission and it's like yeah. like it took a minute to figure out but mm-hmm. you know other than that I've played golf <laughs> um, but yeah it's man yes. it's good it's play, real good play right. golf story I'll check that out but. definitely play golf story I, I okay. think at most like without it being on sale it's $15 it's 15 oh, yeah mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it was only on Switch yes oh it yeah. is only on Switch only on Switch uh, yeah, yeah. But 15 bucks. not bad I'm gonna yeah, check that out just had that golf itch and <laughs> so I was like I feel it man I think I bought it a while ago and like never played it and uh, yeah sports episodes sports cards sports football, yeah golf um, but yeah, yeah. I guess uh other thing I tried to play um is a it's a new game it's uh it's called Wayfinder. Um so uh sort of I guess I it's more I mean everything I read about it it's kind of like the MMO Schluter style so you know uh, me I yep. love my destinies you I do. love my divisions you I do. games as a service like when done right yeah, uh, can yeah, can pull know. me in Hey look we're not knocking them uh, here and so I was really hoping this one would pull me in but man I I couldn't even get in uh, so mm. I got early what? access because this game is going to be free to play, I think in February. Okay. Um, but it's from Airship Syndicate, a small little studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but they made uh, Battle Chasers, and then they also made Darksider Genesis. Um, and I think so they good track record. I mean, like. I really enjoyed those games. Okay. Um, <laughs> their third game was a League of Legends side game I'd never played, but um, but yeah, I was like you know interested to see their kind of take on this genre. Um, sorry, Battle Chasers is that RPG game, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, never mind. I was thinking of a different game. That game was good. What game were you thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Like an arena shooter or something. Battle something. I yeah, no. Know. This is like straight up like a JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I remember. Old okay. Never mind. Style. We're on the same page now. Um, yeah, it looks like they're getting review bombed on Steam. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But uh, so 
it's kind of server weird. Issues. So I started looking into the issue because I don't really keep up with news as much as I used to. So sure. I just knew like, hey, I kind of know this studio. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a games as a service. They're launching small indie studio that can't be like huge corporate greed, right? <laughs> um, so let's see. Let's see what it is. So I paid the 20 bucks to get early access. Right. right? Um, and yeah, just trying to log into the servers. It's like I'm put in a queue where I'm like number 17,000 plus. Oof, and I even waited down to like get down to 16,000 at one point, but it took like two hours. No, 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 no. Uh, two hours. People dropping yes. out of queue at that point. And so I started like reading more into it. And apparently the only thing they did for this game, unfortunately, was a closed beta back in March. Um, and that's no. it. So even uh, like people that signed up that were Twitch streamers and stuff, they apparently had to sign NDAs so they couldn't like stream this closed beta at all. What, so that, so they're not well, even getting like interesting viewer choice. count interest to try to like gauge, you right. know, like what what kind of interest may we get when we launch this? And so yeah, that, yeah, that's, like, that's not it. Good. A, a closed beta where you knew how many people were going to be there. They put out a blo- yeah. an apology blog post that says. Yesterday sucked. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. It sucked for people who purchased the Founders Pact and couldn't play. And it sucked for us to see players unable to get into the game after believing in us and our vision. Although we ran uh, technical tests and betas across multiple regions, we were seeing more players every minute than played in our beta each day. Although we had a queue system ready, that system failed immediately. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, that's why you run stress yeah. tests on your servers. So, I mean, it's one thing, you know, I already paid the 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still give it a shot. I mean, it doesn't come out for six months. So I got oh, like yeah. six got some, months to like yeah, try to play this ahead game. Of yeah. Else. So, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It seems interesting. Kind of like you build a, you pick a class, they have different yeah, weapons, you know. different sets, whether it's tank, healer, paladin, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's both good and bad, right? For a small indie studio trying to launch a games as a service game where they're failing because of their success. And if they're saying they're seeing more people in minutes than they did in right. days during their beta, like probably you said, is. they probably had two clothes of a beta and or... And so here's the thing is, I don't really think it's them, you know? Mm-hmm. So the publisher of this are the people that publish Warframe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, they should have known what to do to test this. I mean, right. Warframe is big and still very big. Yes. And... You know, I, yeah, they should have yeah often more it, server insight. It seems there, like, like the the yeah. publisher kind of dropped the bomb on like they they also put out an apology statement, uh, saying we apologize. We know players <laughs> have high expectations. <laughs> I state my regret. <laughs> there will be no questions. Are there any questions? Uh, <laughs> we know players have high expectations of our infrastructure to deliver in moments like this. And in this instance, we, as the publisher, fell short. And mm-hmm. that's Digital Extreme, who publishes yeah. Warframe, like Neil said. So, yes, they stated Oops. their regret. And I hope that they can, like, pick this around, right? Because if it's a smaller indie, like, dev, yeah. this is their, like, one shot. You get one yeah. chance to launch and not fuck up. And it seems like something that's kind of, like, unique to them. Because, you mm-hmm. know, their, their other games have been League of Legends, Darksiders, and Battle Chasers, which was, like, a revived IP. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, this is kind of their first, like, original thing mm-hmm. and so i was really kind of stoked to see what they do yep. and uh yeah hopefully i will be able to soon so that's it for what we've been playing here's a question for everyone okay oh how old is something or how old does something need to be for you 18. to consider it as oh. retro uh, oh god retro 
<laughs> I don't. I'll say this. I don't think I thought of that term until maybe like sometime into the PS3 360 era, and I would have considered like PlayStation One and B. Okay, so that's like that. two cycles ago. So maybe... right, but even in like PS. Four, I don't consider PS2 to be, retro. to be retro. Okay, so for Retro Rewind this week, <laughs> I picked something that came out 16 years ago okay. today. I was going to say, fair. If, if high schoolers haven't played it, it's probably retro. <laughs> <laughs> so, my favorite game of all time, mm. Bioshock, launched August 21st, 2007, on the Xbox 360 and PC. Hmm. And yes, I saw that news pop up, and I was like, oh, fuck. I can use that for Retro Rewind. Oh, fuck. I can use that for Retro Rewind. <laughs> so no. Video games have such an enigma on that, because it's like, because we get a new console sometimes every six years, you mm-hmm. know, it, it seems like it ages, like 16. Yeah, because like... Yeah. Seems like so long ago, because that was on PS3. Like, right. what? <laughs> um, I didn't know that was your favorite game. Yes. Like of all time. Yeah. If I'm listing like a top five list, it's by. This is why Adam wow. hates capitalism. <laughs> he plays so much. He's like, fuck you, Anne <laughs> So he bought Bioshock again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to stick it to her. So Bioshock came at a time when I was, uh, I guess, August 2008 or 2007. I mean, I had just started college, right? Like. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to this podcast a long time, in high school, I played, like, basketball. I wrote off video games. Those were lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Nerd cool stuff. basketball. At- anyway, so in college is where I was, like, being reintroduced to video games. Sure. And Bioshock came out because I played the demo. Because it was, like, this, sh- so good. this, like, spooky shooter. I like Did to shoot things. Yes. I don't recall playing the demo. The, I just bought the game on day one because I knew I wanted it. Demo's so good. Mm-hmm. It takes you up into like... Uh, it's like the very first part where like yeah. you get introduced to the big daddies and it like kills that thing in front of you and then you yeah, have to man. like... I, I think I was like pulled into the game from the first like CG trailer where <laughs> like it was first person perspective and the dude like drills through your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think I played that demo like <laughs> 10 times. So like this game was so cool to me because it like you know, you had your gun, you could shoot things, you could magic power things with your left hand. Yep. But it was just like the overall environment and like the eerie atmosphere that you really didn't see. Because a lot of the time, the shooters I were playing were like Gears of War, right, and right, Call right. of Duty, and just like competitive shooting games. So and a game that takes that pace way down. Yeah. And this mm. is like a lot more story driven and like dealing with all of like the subject matter they were talking on when I was 18. I was like, whoa, okay, this is like a different perspective than (laughs) I was raised in my little, my bubble. And then I still, this is the story I always tell with Bioshock is it blew my mind because there was a part where not only was there like an oil slick on the ground and you throw the fire at it and then the oil would catch on fire. Sure. That was cool, right? But it was, there was a hallway, right? Enemies running at me. So I would light the oil on fire to let them run at me so Mm -hmm. I could shoot them. But one of the enemies got smart and ran through the adjacent room around them to me and flanked me <laughs> yep. to avoid the fire. And that, like, blew my little mind that, like, back then the AI could, like, figure out that shit. Because back on, like, PSX and PS2 games, yeah, just you lit the fire and you just shot them and they were Cannon stupid. fodder. Everyone was cannon fodder. So that yeah. and, like, the big reveal at the end mm-hmm. and just, like, the overall, like I said, all of that put together when I was 18 years old was just, like catapulted it to like video game it's it's a great game for for that like i played it again on the re-release 
you know, two and infinite came out after that. And Ken Levine and his studio are making, you know, another game now, something, but yeah, I don't know. It, it Bioshock just came at the right time for me. Before that, it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as my Aww. top game, if you're curious. Pantheon. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you really love story-driven games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to celebrate uh, Bioshock. I do love a Bioshock, yeah. So, man, Bioshock is incredible because, like, so the Half-Life series is kind of what introduced me into, like, like a narrative-driven sto- like shooter. Yeah, that can be yeah. that can be good. Yeah, like it has it. It had its twists and turns, but like you know, ultimately, it's aliens, like all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. It was like it was cool twist for I guess like the universe it was. Yeah. Um. But man, Bioshock <laughs> was the first person shooter that showed me like you can tell really good stories. Yes. In this like genre, because like like not even through shooters, just like in video games, just yeah, really right? in like, video games, because like that era for me, you know, pre three sixty, I was like J- Japanese games, Nintendo, mm-hmm. yep, JRPGs, like that's what I played. Yeah, shooters were like a new experience for me on three sixty. So like having that game in that time was mm-hmm. incredible because it like just really made me love the genre even more right and probably be more disappointed <laughs> in the future um i mean that year through most shooters <laughs> as we learned last episode 2007 for shooters halo yeah. 3 bioshock call of duty 4 yeah, but like, even like halo story like halo story is good but there's so much like lore to understand right. like bioshock was just narrative driven the universe everything about it is told to you to where like you get it mm-hmm. and man the the twist yeah in that game was just fucking well, so good any game or a movie so where good. you can like something like that happens and then you restart it you rewatch it and you like can experience it through a different lens because you know that yeah. is what I love in that genre like yeah. that's what to me makes a good movie or makes a good show or makes a good game. yeah because it's not like some twist where it's like okay something's gonna happen and then like it's yeah. a twist like that was really good it's like. It's in plain sight in the, front of it, you the whole, the whole time, game. And you're yep. just like, oh my god, how did I not see? Like, yes, yes. exactly. And mm-hmm. that's what made it so good. Mm-hmm. And oh god, like, <laughs> man, yeah. I should restart Bioshock again. Bioshock. Bioshock so, like, I think everyone at this table is going to be jealous of me because I don't know the twist. Oh my oh, god, you yay. need to play Bioshock. <laughs> play it. I need. I know Stephen hasn't beaten it. Man. So like, I watched him play a little bit. It's so it's interesting in 2007. He, he probably does. There's no way Steven does. Yeah, that's true. Even if he hasn't beaten it, he just like, do you know the cake is a lie? You know, plus, like, yeah, <laughs> plus like Bioshock is so interesting too because then the sequel was not made by the people who right. envisioned this yep. game. And like, it wasn't bad. It doesn't take the message to heart. <laughs> but then it's like, they intentionally created a third game right. with like a convoluted kind of like premise mm-hmm. that still made sense enough to the point where they were like, mm, two doesn't exist. Two doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. And like even, even infinite, like, so infinite wasn't a case study for me because after, during that time I was really pumped for uncharted three. And so mm. watching trailers, like by the time I played uncharted three, I was like, this game would have been so much better had I not seen anything. Yep. So Bioshock Infinite was the first game I ever went into blind. I remember this. And wow. Like <laughs> it, it's basically how I like try to do a lot of games now, like <laughs> because of that. <laughs> that hits its ten year anniversary this year. Yeah. Retro. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Renee 
play or make Steven finish this or you play it or do someone play it. I don't this. think I could play it. I mean, I believe in that you. year I was still like kind of weird about scary stuff because, you know, I've only really started like watching scary movies in the past five years. Mm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And I've only started like watching and like lightly playing scary games in the past like... 10-ish years. Fatal frame. So, <laughs> that was, that was too, too, too scary. Um, but yeah, y'all are making me really want to <laughs> I will say, make just, Steven boot it I up. I mean, literally, I, I, I think it's a game worth like watching like just like a Let's Play or something. Like even if it's someone that mm. doesn't talk like and just like that's what I would. I, do, I, I disagree. I think. Yeah, you're right. Scratch that. You need I to play think Bioshock. You doing it matters more that's true. than I, watching I it. That's like the player true. agency matters in that game. It's not a that lot. scary. It's, yeah, that's yeah. scary. it's it's more eerie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they it's, do have like you make a corner and someone's like ah, and yeah. you have to shoot them. But it's not like scary. Probably like a lot of the games maybe you're thinking of or you have played. Yeah, it's definitely more eerie and atmospheric with some jump scares than more like a true horror game. Mm-hmm. I'd say. I'm also like I'm not good with first person. That's like, fair. Anything. That's so. fair. That is. I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm gonna make Steven. I'm whenever yes. I have to take a Baldur's Gate yeah. break yeah. after you know. Let's say it's like twelve hours. Of twelve it straight. Twelve to fifteen hours. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not. Oh, a, it's, it's not a short. It's not a short for a shooter, but it's not long for it. Like it's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To me, a short shooter is like you play Call of Duty campaign. It's five hours, right. you know. Like so, this is a little past that. I'd say it's twelve to fifteen. All right, Steven, listen up. Uh, you better be starting <laughs> Bioshock right just now. Do it. Just put it on easy. I'm coming down yeah, the also, stairs. Yeah, put, just put it on easy. Put it on easy. Play. Yeah, get through it. Because I mean, literally, it's it's narrative driven. It's it's more yeah. about the exploration and finding the audio logs and doing yeah. whatever than it is about shooting things. Mm. So yeah, I'd put it on easy and just experiencing the story is totally worth it and valid in my opinion. Yeah, the audio logs in like you know whenever I talk about like I don't like a lot of exposition in my games yeah. mm-hmm. because Bioshock is the way to do it, right? Right. Give it to me while I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stop the game to, like, tell me a cutscene thing. Right. Just let me keep going and build the world around me as I'm still continuing to play the game. Yeah. Yep. That's the ideal way to do it. Agreed. Bioshock is great. I, I don't want to play Bioshock again. <laughs> I kind of want to go home and play Bioshock uh, a little bit. Are we going to do a Bioshock spoiler <laughs> cast so many years later? We might. I, I mean, literally, I some of the should. best narrative storytelling I've experienced is Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I think it was about five years ago I replayed one. So I'm almost due for another one. I was wanting to play through them all again. So I was debating starting through two. Because it's been since whenever two came out, I've only played that one once. Two is actually a pretty good. Game. I never played the DLC, and I two heard the is DLC good. is very good. It just doesn't fit within the narrative of the series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the aliens here, alien. Um, but Minerva's Den. Yeah, honestly, some of the nice. some of the best that's Bioshock content. And I haven't played is. it, so uh, that's yeah. the reason I want to revisit too. Uh, let's move on to some news. Not a lot of news this week, or even like catching up from the past couple weeks. Uh, probably the. Biggest announcement or biggest blow is for all you Nintendo fans or your Mario fans. Um, Nintendo announced earlier this week that Charles Martinet it will no longer be voicing Mario in upcoming games, and he's now moving into a brand new role of Mario Ambassador. Whoa! Which means, uh, let's see, Nothing. in their tweet, he says, with this transition, he'll be stepping back from recording character voices for our games, but he'll continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with you all. I love that. That's cute. So That's he really can still sweet. be that face, but I guess, you know, he said Wahoo so many times that they can just copy and paste it at this point. Like, 
Yeah, and Mario's not exactly yeah. known for his like monologues. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think they're going to get Chris Pratt. We're going to have some <laughs> oh, narrative-driven no. Mario games wait. coming up. <laughs> and he is not involved in Super Mario Wonder. What's it called? Wonder. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a new one. Yeah. He, he was, he's not going to be involved in that game. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, so I would imagine with Mario's voice lines that they've got enough. Wahoos and uh, yeah, I think, I think they're good. They're they're good. They're Catalog set for a while. Well, even if they have that, like, are they going to recast? That's what I'm wondering. Also, they, they will might. there be a new Mario? I mean, why not? Again, I think we joked yeah. about this, but like, just AI it. Like, yeah, and that kind of goes what all, all the actors are like fighting against, right? Like, this is I, our, yeah, look, our I, big I don't feature. support it. I don't want them to. I, but like, I love the idea. If they did, of I would giving... be staunchly against it. I, we all would. <laughs> yeah, but... I, I love the idea of giving like someone new a chance at like an iconic role. And you know, I like you know that too, yeah. Charles Martinet's sixty-seven, almost sixty-eight years old. Yeah. So yeah. he might just be looking to retire yeah. or yeah. move on with other things in his life, and he's still be traveling. Interesting. To him. Have you ever read about like his? like interview for that Mm -mm. like so he was like the last interview i think Mm -hmm. and he like had had apparently built himself up to go in because like he knew mario was an italian plumber and all this kind of stuff so he built up like this deep voice like character to go in and i don't mario i don't remember exactly what it was but i think it was something like he walked in and kind of like saw the colors and the design and stuff and he was like just instantly was like just tried something different like not at all what he prepared mm. and ended up work to land in the role yeah. smart man so good luck to him and mr ambassador mr ambassador he's a fun guy to like watch to uh I, before i deleted instagram like he was one of the few like people i sure, really followed yeah. and like he's He's, he's so a, great with his fan base and i love just like he, like yeah. he's literally just like a a joyful An man. old man having so much fun oh, yeah. seeing all these people do things at conventions and like he's like he'll like do these like so he's like look at this it's amazing and he shows some cosplay and it's like really not that good but like he's he's <laughs> like loving it and like he's putting these people he's like in angel. front of millions of people and it's so great yeah he's, yeah. he's a wholesome it's so yeah. great dude <laughs> i miss you mario <laughs> <laughs> Rip in peace. <laughs> Mario is missing. Sequel coming soon. <laughs> Charles, you're the only one who can find him. <laughs> if you pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 1, Whoa. you had the opportunity to check out the closed beta for Mortal Kombat 1 sure about this that? weekend. Yeah. Unless you're Neil and you have internet problems. Just kidding. <laughs> people, are, um, people are liking what they've seen so far, it seems like. Yeah, I think uh, Steven got in. So he did, yeah. I guess he's yeah. still locked in his room playing Mortal Kombat 1 Yeah, now. that's what he's doing. But yeah. again, going back to like being hyped for games you just like mm-hmm. love. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about the fighting game community. I don't know what makes a... Like, third, yeah, stri- third Strike is apparently a godsend <laughs> in fighting games. And mm-hmm. I think the characters look stupid, so I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know who looks cool? Every character in this new Mortal Kombat game. Yes, <laughs> yes. And like, oh my god! Like, just <laughs> yeah, the violence mean. in it is so great. That's all I care about. Well, what would you, how would you like very <laughs> descriptive <laughs> au- oh, yeah. audio? Um, a walkthrough. A walkthrough of, of what is, is happening, happening on the at, screen at the end of a Mortal Kombat game, because apparently, so what if what if an, a robot voice narrated <laughs> a fatality to you as it happened on screen? 
You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> because like, apparently, this with sounds the, fantastic. With the new with new accessibility options of Mortal Kombat One, you can have it narrate fatalities. Come to on, you. like we can all see, right? Like, let's have a a, a, kin, a kinshi battle. Like, yeah, like, yeah exactly. we, like we play co op or multiplayer versus each other, but we have to blindfold ourselves. Love and it. the only thing we have is these audio cues. That's what I want. Let's do it. I now, it. can we sell voice packs? Where we have like Snoop yes. Dogg or Charles, Charles Martinet, Martinet. Charles Martinet yeah. <laughs> describing these fatalities to me in this calm, like Animal Planet style demeanor. When you when you bring this into it, this sounds like such a sinister setup for the next generation. It's so like silly. Jesus, Adam, you had to ruin a good thing already. <laughs> well, as you can see, Liu Kang has teleported his enemy up into space. Oh, he has opened up a giant black hole, and that black dragon? hole is turning his enemy into spaghetti with all the blood flying around Liu Kang. Oh, and he is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, the, somebody tweeted this or something. Do go watch the video. I think for us, it's it's in the article I linked, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's very amusing, and I do recommend watching this. <laughs> yeah, Adam, I think... is there a way... I'm sorry. Is there a way, like, in this, we can you can... Edit in the audio from the clip that's linked in that article. I can try because I think that I, that way everyone at home can experience the the audio wonderfulness that is this. Let's say this: if I'm able to achieve that, you will hear it right about now. Liu Kang throws a fiery punch. He releases colossal glowing dragons that chomp the victim's arms to haul them into the air. He soars and drives their head to the ground, which splits their body in half and crushes their head. Fatality. Luke wins. With a flick of his wrist, Kenshi magically immobilizes his victim. Their head is forced backward to watch as Sento drills down their throat. Kenshi lifts his victim into the air, and Sento withdraws to slice them open from pelvis to skull. Fatality. Kenshi wins. Frost touches the victim's chest, freezing it. She punches them to the floor, shattering their torso and exposing their skeleton. Fatality. Okay, now we don't know if we did it or not. We'll Maybe find out in post. We'll find out. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on, the Mortal Kombat Solid uh, Remaster Volume One is set to come out later this year. Uh, Mortal Kombat or Metal oh, Gear Solid? Oh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I, I was like, Mortal Kombat Kombat's being remastered? Hell yes. <laughs> yeah, it's called Mortal Kombat 1. I'm just trying to like wish things weeks. into existence. <laughs> and they'll narrate fatalities for you, too. <laughs> oh, man. They released Mortal Kombat 1, two games on the same day. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 is supposed to be coming out later this year. But there's some reports coming out from Nintendo Life. That are saying the port might not be exactly what you're looking for, um, because it's reported that they're only running at 720p. Uh oh, might be more of a port from the PS3 version. There that, were... that sounds like an upgrade from the PS2 games to me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the like title screens for the ports for uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 are based off the HD versions from 2012. Oof. The copyright for 2012 is still visible in the watermark. Oh, no. They pull an Okami. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so this is all coming from, I guess, like early, early uh, playthrough. 
let's see additionally it says metal gear solid 2 and 3 run at 30 frames per second on switch though konami has said they will run at 60 frames on other platforms mm. this is in contrast to the original hd ports which did run at 60 frames on 360 yeah, and how ps3 that... made it worse I'll see. So footage subsequently provided by Konami is reportedly in 1080p and 60 frames per second. So it's possible that uh, certain editions of the game, such as the PC one, will not be capped at 720p. So it sounds like it's kind of a mess on these ports, depending on what platform you're getting it on. Your experience may change. Okay. Granted, these are still you know just reports. There's so it's basically rumor has it. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Because um, yep. yep. things could obviously still be patched uh, before its October 24th release date, and that's coming out. Let's see on Switch, PS4, and PS5. Xbox Series S and X and PC. So, what's the issue here? Like, I mean, from the from the time that this was announced, it was the box arts of the HD versions. Mm -hmm. So I kind of figured that's what this would be. I think it's just one of those where your expectations were set properly. It's the same thing when like the Grand Theft Auto remaster came out, where those were also like those were incredibly worse. Those mm -hmm. were iOS ports. Fair. Okay. I think it's just I. There's there's. People expect now, I guess, 4K, 60 like, on their games. Are you games. sure you want to see Metal Gear Solid 2 <laughs> in 4K? No. Like, because but I think that, you so, know. Like, and, and this is for discussion because I legitimately don't understand. Yeah, like, I, that's what this podcast is I for. I get the whole like Red Dead situation, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I get, because like that price tag seems a lot for one game that's old with like yeah, content being cut. But as far as like what they're doing, like porting it and it gets like upgraded 4K textures due to that scaling, like that that seems like the whole like you're not calling it a remaster, you're not calling it a remake, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like that is what it is, right? So like that's kind of what I expected of this. Like yeah, yeah this is going to be a port of games, sure, because like people want to play them on the newer systems, right? Like I wouldn't expect them to be. Like maybe an up res to 1080 That's or something. Saying. I think but the idea is just if you're gonna put it on hardware like this, at least take advantage of the hardware that you have. Yeah, you know, and don't like. I guess maybe like a t even a 1080p is almost should be like the minimal expectations. I, I think it's just the 720p is making headlines. I just wonder if yeah. we're getting like to a point to where like we're bringing back games so old that like like what is putting it in 1080p and 4K gonna Dude. I mean, so well, it's then it begs the question: Why do it in the first place, anyway? So, like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, it, it's I I appreciate outside of a money grab. Like, well, yeah, but it's like you know, as someone that plays a lot of like games over and over, I I, I don't mind rebuying old games to play them at the comfort of that. a new system to not hook up my PS2 or PS3. And to, I get like, that. Play I just, this game is there like you know outside of that is there a wider audience of that? Yeah, outside, I, you know, I would imagine this is kind of a a test to see the interest still in Metal Gear. I think, it, I think it has the optics of just quick ports, yeah. That's minimal it. work for. I don't know if there's a price been announced, but because out of 50, out of, out of 50, everything no. that's been said about this, the thing that would upset me is that it runs at 30 frames a second, and it looks like, like that's really only the Switch version. It looks like Xbox and PlayStation should be at that's 60. still shit yeah. because the Switch is a much like should be able to handle it if the PS3 did. And, and I think and the, I think it's just three sixty. I think it just comes too. to optimizing the port, which is probably what a lot of people's yeah. so frustrations aspect, come from. I, this. I get the like being upset. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think that's um, the idea. I think like that's where it the upset not being ten eighty. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like uh, this is not a remaster. Yeah, this no, is no, not no. a remake. It's not being 
sold as one. No, and I'm saying I, I don't expect it to have like yeah. 4K textures or anything like that. But I, again, if it's like if you're gonna like do it, like you know maybe optimize it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. do the thing Agreed. that you're setting out to do. Yeah. Okay, so. I was just curious as to yeah. like what, what. No, no, that may, I mean, uh, of course. Uh, Headline says seven twenty thirty. Everyone's gonna get their panties in a wad, right? So it's just yeah. like and your I th- results may vary. So. <laughs> I think it's just that coming up on Switch, yeah, and it being only seven twenty p just makes it seem like, yeah, because I mean there was stuff like Crisis Core I originally got on Switch, mm-hmm. and but I mean that had new textures, mm-hmm. new models, new cutscenes. I mean they redid a lot of the game, yeah, mm-hmm. um, without changing the game. Sure. Um, and it ran at 30 on Switch, but it was a it was a steady 30. It looked fine. It played fine. Um, That's fair. You know, it runs at 60 on PS5. It looks even better. Because um, <laughs> we're also yeah, getting the I, I, remake I, of 3, right? Because there's also yeah. Metal Gear Solid Delta, uh, Delta. that's yeah. coming yeah. out, which is more remake that. of that. So they yeah. kind of have two different things going on. Yeah. I've never played any of these games. So um, now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> They're incredible. Yeah. There's I, something. <laughs> I, uh, they're definitely like a timepiece. That's that, that's the only thing. I don't know if I have um, that. I think a remake of three, if that was like your first one, would be fantastic to jump in. Yeah, um, in the past. I I just think there's a lot of like what made Metal Gear good was mm-hmm. the fact of like kind of like Kojima predicting a bunch of shit. Yeah, but, that's actually true. But mm-hmm. but now it's like like we're past that. Mm-hmm. So like. If, you'll, yeah. if you play it now, it's going to be like watching The Matrix for the first time. <laughs> like, That's fair. You That's know? Fair. They did, I did also read that they acknowledge that some of the content in past games may not be, I don't know, up to speed for today's standards. Uh, PC. But they are not editing, or they're, you know, they're pulling like the Looney Tunes. Like, uh-huh. We acknowledge yeah. this wasn't right back then, but we're going to still like keep it in here. Just I can't think of. Yeah, a lot of people, I was reading comments. A lot of people were trying to, I guess, figure out because I haven't dropping like I said, I haven't a lot of, of racial these. slurs in Metal Gear. <laughs> in I don't, Metal Gear? I, yeah. You know. So I don't know. know what content from twenty years ago might not necessarily fly today. Was, the only thing I can think of is, I mean, there's a lot of like terrorist speak mm. in that game. Sure. So maybe something along uh, those lines. Oh uh, yeah. Also, Nazi Snake was one of the characters. I think <laughs> that's probably not <laughs> probably not as good these days. Yeah, and I mean, you have some like chauvinistic kind of characters. Oh, you know, like, just like I real mean, life. But I'm saying, like, it, I mean, it doesn't do anything like you know to women characters or male characters mm-hmm. that any other Japanese game that's fair doesn't do or still doesn't still, still does. Yeah. No, that know? makes sense. But um, yeah. So. That's it for the news this week. Yeah, slow news week. Like I said, slow news week. Everyone, there's no news because everyone's just playing Madden. Yeah, that's and getting it. ready for football. <laughs> you become the news. That's right. You are the news. Um, shout out to everyone who came and stopped by at Anime Town this past oh, weekend. Anime where... Town, y'all came on down to Anime Town. <laughs> you made it feel like Anime City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and checked out the gameware booth uh, that Stephen and Renee were. Yeah, slinging and Olivia, and Olivia as well. yeah, slinging products nice. uh, all weekend at the first 
first Animates annual Louisiana. Uh, so yeah, it was at the Lamar Dixon Expo Center, which if you're not from around here, right it's after just the gun like, show. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Lamar Dixon Expo Center is like this massive property that has like multiple like expo centers, sort of. Mm-hmm. But in the heart of it is like where they do the livestock auction. Yeah. <laughs> is that where so the... it kind of smells like shit. Is okay? that where the event That's was? What I'm trying to say. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> but it was next to it. Oh, okay. The wind blows a certain way. Just wow. Yeah. Wow. There's no wind here. Right? And there was also so like hot. some construction going on. So cool. it was like a lot of like digging, you know, there's like a lot of like just earth, like stacks of earth, which, you know, like can be kind of stinky as yep. well. So yeah, it was kind of stink town. But it was also animated. <laughs> so, yeah. Inside and outside. Yeah. The stink didn't stop. <laughs> no matter where you were. That's why I learned this from a friend of mine whenever I started doing artist alley tables like years and years and years ago, which I don't those do parts. anymore. But a friend of mine, she gets those little like renews it like cones from the dollar store. You know, those little uh, smell cones. Yeah, you get yeah, two yeah. of them. You stick them under your table and your table smells nice. <laughs> nice. Good. But you like leave the bubble of your table and it starts getting real stanky. Stank. <laughs> but I, I could only find one of the raspberry ones, which is the scent I like. So only one yeah, side yeah, yeah. of our table really was like <laughs> smelling good. And you would like go over to the other side. Like, it's Ooh. a 10 foot by 10 foot square. Like I'm serious. I, yeah. It's not a huge zone. Yeah. But, <laughs> so but you got to make do where you can. Yeah. Um, we Should... sold some things. Yeah, it was great. We sold a lot of plush. Not as many figures as I was like thinking that we would. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I think it's specifically because the way that I set up the booth was like I was hoping that people would like point to figures that they wanted in uh, you know, like our booth was very much like a yeah, booth yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of situation where people couldn't walk into it. I probably should have done a bit more of an open sort of scenario, but plush was like all out on the table, so it sold really well. So Love now it. y'all know the Love whole it. breakdown of like what we sold. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of episode number 260. Get it. You can listen to this episode on SoundCloud where it's posted every week, but we're also on Apple and Google podcast Whoa. platforms working on getting on more. You can also find Gameware on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. Check us out on social there. You can follow me personally on threads or Instagram. I'm at Adam Arinder. I am on threads at JM Carly. I am not on anything. Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram or on X, I guess, slash Twitter. Um, that's at Vanilla Law. That's like vanilla, but with a nay and an extra law at the end. That's right. Uh, Neil, you finally saw Ninja Turtles, right? No. Neil. No, All right, just Neil, turn the podcast what? off. All right. Have a great weekend, y'all. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Uh, you know, just... I understand life man. gets in the way. It's, I just got to give you shit, right? Yeah. It's been two yeah. weeks. Figured and life, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> Two-year-old. Yeah. You know, yeah. His moods can change. No, that's fair. But, yeah. yeah. So, heard, heard Jeff. Know. Well, I'll get there. I'll get there. Well, it's got to be hitting streaming soon. Right? Probably, yeah, it's been oh, two weeks. <laughs> might as well be streaming. Yeah. <laughs> We get uh, Spider-Verse comes, is already out on streaming, and it yeah. drops on disc in like two weeks. So yes. Turtles cannot be far behind. Yeah, and you know, we found over the last couple of years, like with Mario, we did the same thing. We mm-hmm. just bought it for $30 when it hit streaming because it was like, we went see Barbie, yeah. and that cost us $32. Yeah. So it's like just the comfort of you know my home, and I can pause it. And, it's and I got to say, animation on like these newer TVs almost look better than some it's of the movie screens we have bad. here that aren't as updated because yeah. like 
Anyway, we're not going to get to break down movie theaters in Baton Rouge. For people <laughs> in Baton Rouge That's yeah. our other podcast. Tinseltown. Tinseltown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I know you'll love it still when you watch yeah, it. And I can't wait I, to I, hear I it from you. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. We can do a turtle spoiler cast once Neil sees it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Can't wait. We got to do it. I got to do it. So, Neil, Renee, John Michael. Thank you for joining me this evening. Uh, of course. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us. We can't do it without you. Um, and we'll be back next week for sure, even if we have to do it and we sweat. Let's but that's, hope not. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Let's hope, let's hope, let's hope the weather's calmed down some we'll by see, then. We'll see. But we live in a swamp, so that's okay. So Sucks. thank you so much for listening. Be good to each other out there. And we'll see you next week. Bye.